Are you tired of spending your time comfortable with the uncomfortable? Ready to finally step out and find your joy, your passion, and start really living? Then welcome to the Pro Growth Podcast. My name is Dan, and my goal is to connect with and inspire others to help you find the direction you should go. Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Growth Podcast. I am your host, Dan Warheide, and I've got a couple great things prepared for you today. Today, I want to talk about goal setting because I believe there's a lot of products out there that are wonderful when it comes to goal setting. And most people are familiar with setting smart goals or smarter goals, depending on you know which audience you fall into. And either is great. But here's one of the things that they don't address. One of the questions I get when it comes to goal setting is, how do I stay motivated and focused on my goals, especially over longer durations of time? And the problem with setting smart goals is there's no resource included in that process to help you maintain motivation. Today, I'm going to give you some key steps in a seven-step goal-setting process that are going to identify how you can maintain motivation and focus, even in the face of obstacles that you can plan for, and in face of obstacles that you may not have seen coming. So before I get into that, I do have a couple other things I want to share. And one of them is, you know, things change. Um, You notice it's just me today. Um, And first of all, we are never just anything. So you might be out there listening and thinking, man, I'm just a secretary, or I'm just a salesman, or I'm just whatever it may be that you're doing. And I want to tell you, you're never just anything. I heard a wonderful reminder the other day of something that John F. Kennedy has shared, I believed, or excuse me, I believe. And it was reference to their vision, right? He started out with this vision of putting a man on the moon. That was the mission, to put a man on the moon. And it took them a few years to do it, but they actually achieved it. In the process, he was touring NASA, and he noticed that the floors in the particular building he was visiting were some of the shiniest he had seen, some of the cleanest he had seen. And he complimented the janitor to let him know that these were some of the best-looking floors he'd ever seen. He said, you must really take pride in being a janitor. The janitor replied, no, sir, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. So understanding that your mission is never just defined by your current role or the things that you're doing. But I digress. So I wanted to talk about really quickly that there have been some changes in my business, the way we're doing things. One of them is, We're going to take a break for the next two weeks to celebrate Christmas with our families. We're going to allow you to spend time without the podcast. Um, I would still invite you, of course, to leave me any feedback that you might have, any suggestions for future episodes uh, as I think through new strategies for this podcast in 2022. That's one of the changes. So right now, Uh, We're going to go forward without a current co-host. It's been an amazing time and journey together with Elizabeth. She's contributed so much value to these conversations. um, And certainly, uh, you may feel, as I do, that she will certainly be missed. Um, But that's not to say things won't change again. We'll see what the future holds. But for right now, I just wanted to refocus some time and attention overall on how we are conducting business, how this podcast is being produced, and 
what content we're putting out to the world. Because one of the things I truly believe is that you could go anywhere and hear similar content. So how do we produce different content, something that people aren't necessarily getting? And one of the ways we have been able to do that was by inviting Elizabeth to join us as a co-host and to have some impactful conversations with some of our guests. But again, interview episodes can be done just about everywhere. So what makes us different? That's one of the things that's caused me to pause and rethink strategies for 2022. That said, we're going to take a break for the next two weeks. Before I go any further and tell you about any of the other things we're doing, I'd love to tell you about a couple of the things I like to share. One is Huff Productions created the music for this and all episodes that you might hear. If you're hearing the music at the beginning of the episode, that was a custom production done by Lauren and her husband over at HuffPro.com. So if you're looking for some custom episode music, some custom music for something else you're working on, I encourage you to check them out. They made the process super simple, super easy, and they knew exactly what I needed. And then, of course, my great friend Wayne over at Percheron Coffee helps to keep me alive and awake and functioning. I love my coffee. Thank you, Wayne. Go over and visit Percheron.com. There'll be a link for him and Huff Productions in the podcast show notes. All right. What else am I working on? So in the new year, we're talking about goal setting today. And in the new year, I'm working on creating a few new things myself. Right now, you might or you may or may not know that that my focus has shifted fully into coaching. I was doing a lot of marketing support. And what I found was I did not enjoy that nearly as much as I enjoyed being able to have strategic, productive conversations with the people I was working with. And those conversations led me to opportunities to help them think bigger, to th- to change the problem set from the problem we're focusing on right now to creating bigger problems to solve. And the thing about creating bigger problems to solve is you can think up bigger possibilities. And I love to challenge people's way of thinking to help them dream bigger, to help them do bigger, to help them solve bigger problems. One of the things one of my mentors, Rich Litvin, shared the other day had to do with the the um, goals for the United Nations 2030 campaign. And I would encourage you to go find those goals, check them out, find out what resonates for you. If you're looking for a bigger mission, that's a great place to start. What goals is the United Nations Nations focused on that you can align yourself with to create something bigger and better, to, to create a different vision or a bigger mission for yourself? And I'll share mine with you here. I'm just looking through my notes. Here we go. To create decent work and economic growth is one of the ones I've aligned myself with, as well as creating good health and well-being overall. Those are two strategies or strategic development goals that the UN has set for 2030 focus, and I am now incorporating into the things that I'm working on. So moving into the new year. Right now, you can work with me one of a couple ways, and one-on-one coaching is certainly one way you can work with me. I've created a a sort of a VIP session where you can pick my brain for 90 minutes and put that up on my website as a one-off opportunity for people to engage me and talk about some of the things that they've already experienced with me. Maybe they're looking for some technical strategic support. 
maybe they're looking for input on um, how to get their message out there. Those are all certainly topics of conversation that I enjoy. But, you know, then you could just ask me a question or, or present a challenge that you're working through and get some thought partnership around that. So that's one way people can engage me. And then, of course, creating an ongoing relationship through one-on-one coaching. And then I also have a mastermind. And, and right now I'm looking to create two more opportunities for masterminds. We have a few seats open in our current mastermind, the Journey Mastermind. If you're interested in checking that out, visit danw.us and check out what the Journey Mastermind is about. Uh, Of course, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Just schedule a quick call, short chat at talkwithdanw.com. And we'll set up a 30-minute meeting where you can ask me any of the questions you like. And you're welcome to present a challenge in that conversation as well. I'm not opposed to spending a few minutes talking about something you're working on. I'd love to learn about what you're working on, even if you don't have a challenge. So don't hesitate to reach out to me there anyway. But I'm looking to create a new mastermind experience for veterans who have turned to entrepreneurship as their primary resource and provide for their family. Uh, I'd love to connect with more veterans who are in that space, and I want to create a safe place for them, for us, to work together as a team to truly support one another in a mastermind-style experience, a true mastermind experience. And I love what Cliff Ravenscraft and some others are saying about what a mastermind really is. And, and here's my thought on that. It's, it's really a place for leaders like you and I to come together, to share ideas, to share challenges, and truly support each and every other member in that group, each and, other, er, each and every other member in that meeting. Each week we meet for about 90 minutes where we come together and we talk through the challenges that people are facing. We talk through strategies for growth. We talk through mindset challenges. We talk through the things that the group needs. And here's the wonderful thing about bringing people from different backgrounds together is that we all have something unique to contribute that tremendously, exponentially increases the ability to have an impact for each and every other each and every, I can't say those, each and every other member of the group. So um, I'm going to encourage you to check that out. If you're interested in what I'm creating for veterans, reach out to me and ask about that. Um, Here's the thing, right? As I get ready to launch this, those people who contact me early will be the first in. They're going to lock in their pricing for the year. And until we get more members, you're going to get one-on-one time with me. And so you're going to be getting group style, mastermind style meetings through a one-on-one relationship with me. We're going to mastermind together in a one-on-one relationship until we add another person. And then we're going to continue to let that unfold. We're going to continue to build each other up until we're at capacity. And my idea for capacity and all of the masterminds that I'm running are 10 to 12 people. So if you're interested in either of those opportunities, don't hesitate to reach out. But then I'm also working to educate and inspire my community here where I live. I want to create an opportunity for more business leaders to come and share their ideas to build our own executive board through, yes, another mastermind experience. Um, So we're going to be implementing some ideas in conjunction with the Chamber of Commerce that really help us allow that to evolve by educating people and demonstrating what that experience can really do for them as we work through a few sessions over the, the new year into the first end of the first quarter, 
where we're demonstrating what the value of that can really provide. And then we'll have a discussion separately where it may be a good opportunity for a handful of people to come together on a more frequent and regular basis where we're truly committed to the success of each and other, each and every other person. See, I'm still struggling with that phrase, but that I digress. So what I really came here to share today was more focused on goal setting. You know, I hosted a goal setting session the other day with a couple powerful women. And one of the common themes that I see through that opportunity in the last few times that I've done this is that people tell me they struggle with, you know, either creating the goals themselves or finding a process that really helps them to think through creation of those goals, or they they struggle with maintaining focus and, and maintaining motivation towards those goals, especially for the bigger longer duration goals. And so I want to walk you through a seven step process that I learned when I was facilitating as a master resiliency trainer in the military that I have found to be tremendously effective. It starts with step one, defining your goal. Yes, you should be clear. If you think about the smart steps, this could be a good time to think about how you might apply that to structuring your goal in the first place. We can't say ambiguous things. We can't define a goal by saying, I want to do more marketing. You might consider breaking that one down. What kind of marketing do I want to do? How much more do I want to do? Over what period of time? How am I going to measure the results of whether or not I'm doing more marketing? You know, what what are the factors that make your goal specific enough that it's very clear what it is you're trying to achieve. So the best way to do that is to define the specific outcomes that you would like. That's how you start with defining your goal, is defining the specific outcomes that you would like. They should be meaningful, they should be realistic, and they should be achievable as well. (coughs) Excuse me. But start with just defining what is the outcome I'd most like to achieve, the end state. What, What am I trying to get to? And then I want you to make a list of approximately four or five of your core values, things like accountability, things like ambition, things like, you know, family, uh, trust, personal courage, perseverance, originality, hard work, honesty, integrity, humility. But I want you to identify a handful of values for yourself that align with the purpose of achieving this goal in the first place. What what it most aligns with how I live my life that, that I can apply to the reason I want to create this outcome. And describe in one or two sentences the, the values that you've put down. Describe how each of them is going to help contribute to you achieving that desired outcome. The second step is to identify where you're at right now. Yes, you need to know what's missing for you. What what is missing in order for you to be able to best work on not just maintaining motivation, but actually working towards achievement of this goal. So this is where you want to spend some time identifying a couple things. Start with identifying the positive outcomes, the benefits of achieving this goal in the first place. What does that look like for you? When you can brainstorm these benefits, these are the things that we're going to come back to and tie into how you address the things that you can plan for, you know, are going to get in your way. And that's what we're going to identify next. 
we're going to identify obstacles. Make a list of all of the obstacles that stand in your way right now of achieving your desired outcome. Make a list of obstacles like if I was looking to, you know, run a marathon next year, and if you know me, you know I don't like running in the first place. It's painful to me. I've received several injuries in my back and my knee that make it that way. And so I would have to do a lot of development in a few key areas in order to be able to achieve that outcome. But it doesn't align with all of my personal values. I don't have a desire to get better at running. Again, mostly because it's painful. Now, if I could address that, things would possibly change. Again, I digress. So make a list of all of the obstacles that stand in your way, whether they're physical, whether they're mental, whether they're um, you know, personal relationships that might interfere uh, with you being able to focus on, on staying steadfast towards your desired end state. Whatever that looks like for you, make a list of them. And then I want you to identify categories of obstacles. Do does anything stand out when you're creating these obstacles? You know, are they physical barriers? Are they mental and attitude associated? Are, or is it something to do with your own personal values and beliefs? Maybe it has to do with support from other people. Maybe it's not having the right contacts or network right now. Maybe it's a gap in knowledge. Maybe there's some financial concerns or obstacles that are in your way. Maybe it has to do with something else, but identify the categories that you see developed through the obstacles you've written down. What do those categories look like? Then I want you to develop four of those category areas, and I want you to, to start to work on identifying which ones are going to be priority for you. Break down your goals into approximately four priority areas. These can be broad areas, but if you fail to address them, it's going to make it more difficult to achieve your desired outcome. Once you've broken that down into those four categories, understand that these four categories are things that are going to contribute to the long-term success. This is where maintaining motivation really comes in. That long-term success means these are the four areas that by developing in each of them, it's going to help me towards achieving my desired end state. And when you can do that, then whether or not you actually achieve the goal in the end, you have made significant progress and steps towards the achievement of that goal, which means either way, you're much further down the road than where you would have started or where you would be if you hadn't identified these development areas, as long as you're doing the work, of course, to develop in those areas. So step four, make a plan for steady improvement. This, this is where smart action statements come in. This is where your smart steps actually come into the goal setting process is in step four. You're going to pick one of your priority areas, starting with one of them and create three to four simple action statements that identify what it is you need to do in that priority area to move you towards your goal. And then in conjunction with that, you're going to create two self-empowerment statements that tell you how you need to think so that you can stay motivated to complete these action statements to the best of your ability. And these action statements, again, they should be specific. They should be measurable. They should be action-focused. They should be realistic and they should have a time frame on them. They should be time bound, right? I need to drink 
eight ounces of water seven times per day, right? That's specific, it's measurable, it's action-focused, it's realistic. It meets all of the SMART steps. But these action steps don't apply to the goal itself. These action steps apply to the development areas we've identified in the previous step. And then the power statements should be things that are purposeful and productive and highlight the possibility that exists within these. And again, these are just statements that we can use to remind us to stay motivated, to complete our action statements. This is how we face known challenges. When a known challenges come up, these are the statements that are going to drive us and re-energize us into, into being in touch with the desired outcome in the first place. The reason I'm doing these is because I want to achieve that, right? Uh, it, it, and, and I'm not going to give you a statement, but you can think of any kind of powerful statement that you can tell yourself that's going to remind you why you need to complete these action statements. So step five, this is where we start moving into pursuing action, right? I want you to think about the action statements that you just identified. Then I want you to choose one that you can complete within the next 24 hours. I can drink eight eight ounce glasses of water in the next 24 hours. Whatever it is, I want you to choose that. And then I want you to choose one of the power statements that's going to help you remember to complete that action. Beyond that, you're going to want to create a check-in process, something to track your smart action statements. So what is your strategy? Whether you're using a calendar with reminders set up to check in, each day, each week, each month, whatever it may be, decide on a strategy for you to be able to track your smart actions. And then decide, identify how you're going to do that. What, how are you going to check in specifically? That's where the calendar reminders come in. When the calendar reminder pops up, I'm going to go check my action statements to see where I'm at in my progress, whatever it is for you. Step number six, commit yourself completely. This is where you develop a strategy for maintaining full motivation towards achievement of your goal. Identify a way to make you think of your outcome goal all the time. Name at least one person you're going to share your goal with. By the way, that's another action step that you can focus on for the next 24 hours. Then create another statement for yourself that helps you to address unknown obstacles. When an unknown obstacle comes up that will likely stand in my way, then create an action statement that will help you to remember your resolve and give you reason using your values to overcome that obstacle, to work through that obstacle. So, Create a statement like this. When I face this obstacle, X, then I will. What will you do? Create a statement in alignment with that. And then finally, continually monitor your progress. In the military, this was called an in-process or in-progress review, IPR. This is how we checked in at the end of each and every training event that we did. We checked in to see what went well. 
What could we have improved on? Where am I at in the process? What do we need to do next? I don't need you to do all of that. I just need you to monitor your progress, check in with your partner, the person you named, create a plan for checking your progress towards your goal. If your goal is an annual goal and maybe it's a marathon goal, check in at the end of each month to see where you're at. Maybe at the end of the month, you haven't completed as many of the action steps daily or weekly that you need to. Maybe you need to adjust your check-in plan. That's okay. This is the opportunity to address the gaps in your plan and continue to make steady improvement. That's how you continue to maintain motivation. That's how you continue to focus on your goals. I went over these goal setting steps fairly briefly. Um, My goal was just to help you understand a process that addresses motivational factors. uh, And I hope that that was beneficial for you. Here's the, here's the key steps again, just as a reminder. Step one, define your goal. Step two, assess where you're at right now. Step number three, decide what priority areas you need to develop towards achieving your goal. Step four, make a plan for steady improvement. This is where your action steps, your smart steps, and your power statements should be developed. Step number five, pursuing regular action. Step number six, commit yourself completely. Step number seven, consistently monitor your progress. Don't forget in step one, identify four to five core values that align with your desire to achieve this outcome. Again, I hope that that was helpful for you. I look forward to hearing from you. I'd love to know how you celebrate this Christmas, how you celebrate this new year. I'd love to hear from you about something that you've achieved this year and maybe sharing one of your goals with me for what you'd most like to achieve next year. You could leave me a voicemail if you go to podcast.danw.us. I'd love to hear one of those or all of those things from you. And I'm, I'd be excited if you'd allow me to share that in an upcoming episode. So leave us a voicemail and I will certainly personally reply to your messages to let you know we received it and to show my gratitude for sending them. I'd love to celebrate some of your achievements with you. I'd love to be able to be there for you and walk with you through one or more of your goals for 2022. And I look forward to supporting you through all of those things and through this podcast. I am grateful that you've spent your year with me this year in 2021. I certainly hope that your family is safe and healthy, that you are safe and healthy. And I look forward to joining you again in 2022. So until next time, I hope that you'll join us again so that together we can continue to help more people better.